Mom Friend Hotline, how may I help you? Okay, let's try this again. Now it's working. Great. <sighs> Already stressed out. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Mom Friend Hotline. It is me, Yasu, your local mom friend. And in today's episode, I actually don't know exactly what we're going to be talking about because this is a little improvisation on the spot. I had some problems with my microphone, and I was like, the voice was lagging. And uh, and I was like, first, what problems? But I was like, I'm not going to be able to record my voice because it literally was in slow motion for some reason. Mm, But then I realized that I had some weird voice effect on it, like not like a slow motion, but like a radio edit voice recorder or whatever to make the voice smoother. I think maybe it was for the transition, you know, the little tea clinking sound that you heard in the last episode that you're probably going to hear in this episode too. Mm, Anyway, but now everything's fixed and we're good to go. So, how are you guys? How have you been? Has your Christmas break started? I hope that it has because we are the 18th today. Are we not? No, the 19th. I don't know. Saturday. I'm releasing this the same day as I'm recording this because uh, I didn't have the energy to record yesterday. So, unofficially, the release date has moved from Friday to Saturday, so this podcast comes out on Saturdays because I don't have the time to record during the week so that I would finish or like let it out on friday release the episodes on friday so they're coming out on saturdays you guys at least now until new year's eve and uh, maybe the first week of january as well because drumroll please i have exciting news and those exciting news are folks that i got the job interview the job interview that i went to i got the job or the the yeah, it's not a job. It's a, well, it's a job. I get paid for it, but it's a um, trainee position. So I got into that and that starts in January. So I probably will not have the time to make the podcast uh, and or YouTube videos as often as I would like to because I'm going to have a lot of things to study and a job. So we'll see how I'll handle that. But for now, for now, we're on break we're on vacation so i have all the time i need honey and the only thing i have is excuses for not recording and releasing and stuff so here i am back with you guys uh providing you some company uh during christmas break and i'm sorry why is this still taking my voice um for some reason the microphone if i do like the vocal p it sometimes just takes it really yeah, so sorry if I'm uh, protruding, yeah, that, protruding into your ears. So, yes, I got the job, and I'm excited for that. The team seems incredibly nice. I'm probably not going to go too much into detail about it, because I don't know how much I'm about allowed to talk about it and stuff. And obviously, I respect their privacy and so forth, and I don't want to get sued. So, uh, but yes, I got a trainee position in a law firm. That's what I can say. So that's exciting, and as I said, the team seems really nice. I've been to the office, and it's extremely is ergonomical, also a word in English, I don't know. But uh, it's a very nice working environment, uh, excited for that. And uh, yeah, we'll see how the spring goes. I feel like we connected really well with the team like in general, so that's going to be great. I've said connected with the team like five times. So, yeah, that's the exciting. So, it's from January until April. Uh, yeah, cool. Anyway, 
So uh, that's w- what I've been out to lately. No, I'm just, that's what I got to know. Some some exciting news. But apart from that, I've been on holiday for about a week. I'm currently in Turku and leaving tomorrow to Helsinki, probably. And I came from Rovaniemi on Monday. And today we're Saturday. So I came on the, was it 14th? Yeah, I came on the 14th on a Monday. And the train ride takes eight hours. And was it like 20 minutes? So it was a bit shorter than usual. Mm, but it was still a rather long ride. Uh, also, new news or new stuff. I'm completely addicted to Vampire Diaries. So I've watched like almost two seasons in a week. I know that's not much. Like People can watch two seasons in a day. But uh, I'm not that kind of gal. But literally, that's all I've been doing. I probably watched like seven or eight episodes yesterday. And now I've been trying to avoid that and, you know, do actually smart things with my life. Like, I haven't touched a book in probably two weeks, so I'm going to try to do that. I also have, although I said I'm on holiday, I do have an essay or three essays actually to write for a course. So I'm going to get started on those um, or I've made myself a deadline to submit them before my spring term starts, um, which is, as said, around the 7th of January so that's what I'm gonna try and do I've at least told myself that apart from like Christmas days I would do work in the mornings and then in the afternoons and evenings would be you know with my family and play board games or watch the vampire diaries or watch Christmas movies and so forth so I haven't felt that Christmassy this year and I feel like that's also something that other people in quote suffer from probably because Christmas at least for me is a lot about doing things together either with your friends or family like not just being together but going out somewhere together like to a Christmas mass or um to in Finland we have the Christmas caroling so you can go and sing into a church together the most beautiful Christmas songs it's basically the straight translation of that and um, that's something that we've been doing every year, either with my friends or my family. So that's something that we're missing out on this year. But we're probably going to sing Christmas carols at home with my family. So that's going to be fun. Um, I've been watching a few Christmas movies and they've really got into me into the spirit of Christmas. And uh, I baked once Christmas cookie or gingerbread cookies with my friends. But I want to do that again with my family when I go to Helsinki. We've also made, um, I don't know what they're called in English, but these other type of Christmas pastries, which are very traditional in Finland with my boyfriend and also I mean myself, because I didn't realize that you could make gluten-free ones because I was like, well, obviously can't make, but obviously there is like the gluten-free dough for that. So uh, that's already made, you know, because it's the... The dough, um, is it, what is it called in English? It's like, well, I have a packet somewhere, but I'm not bothered to <laughs> find it. Anyway, so this dough, which is really thin, but then when it goes into the oven, it expands and it becomes kind of this fluffy and very crunchy. And um, yeah, so it's a very delicate dough. And I think it's quite hard to make, if I've understood correctly. So the easiest way is just to buy it. Uh, it's pretty expensive, the gluten-free one, but it's great. If they've turned out, they taste delicious. I usually... Um, in this said pastry, there is some jam in the middle, and I usually don't like the dough of the pastry. Same with, like, all kind of other baked goods. I usually don't like the dough, 
Like for instance, with cinnamon buns or other buns of sorts, I don't like the dough and that's why I've never really enjoyed eating them, uh, which is great for me because I can't eat them now that I'm gluten-free. But everything usually that is uh, or gluten allergic, but now um, everything that's gluten-free is usually a thinner dough. So if there's gluten-free cinnamon buns, they're smaller uh, because they don't expand as much and the dough is a lot thinner and same with these christmas pastries the dough is a lot thinner which is great for me because i don't like the the thick dough so this is like a perfect balance for me i can still get the same taste but with a thinner dough so i don't feel like you know i don't know it makes me usually feel like sick or wanting to throw up or like yeah you know like very very um i feel like i'm nine months pregnant usually if i eat like a lot of the dough probably because i was wheat egg and milk allergic and they include all of those usually so sorry if you can hear background noises again uh there's a window open in the other room and i can at least hear some cars passing by and i have the laundry machine on and i don't know if there's like neighbors doing weird noises uh yeah so um yeah i have no i never know how well you can hear the background noises because sometimes you can never hear them but for instance, in the last episode, I you could really hear the laundry um, machine, washing machine on. So um, <laughs> apologies for that. Anyway, so yeah, we've been baking the Christmas pastries with my boyfriend. And uh, I've been drinking a lot of uh, gluggy, which you probably know if you follow me on Instagram. Because I post there all the time about that. Uh, but I only post half the times of what I'm drinking gluggy. So you can just imagine how much I actually drink it. Oh, I haven't been drinking that much, but uh, I have been consuming quite some gluggy because it's great. It makes me feel good and warm inside and I catch easily colds or get like a sensation of a cold. So that also helps with the sore throats and so forth. So, yeah. And I said I've watched a few Christmas movies to try and get into the Christmas spirit. And um, this year, since Christmas is going to look a bit different, we, meaning me and my mom, asked our family if we could play some board games because we usually in quotes never have the time meaning uh the boys are not necessarily that excited to to uh, play board games or and usually you need three people for playing the board games so uh no I mean four people to play the board games and usually if I'm at my parents place it's obviously my parents and me and then we need my brother in order to be able to play you know, an actual board game easier. So that's what we're going to do this year. And we're also going to watch a Christmas movie together. So I'm really excited for that because that, I feel like, as I said, for me, Christmas is all about like being together and the feeling of like being together and like the community spirit and so forth. So I feel like that's really achieved by spending time together and especially something like board games where usually your phone is not involved and you put it away is something that's great because I feel like phones really are a distraction in the quality time spent together. And it's a shame. I mean, I know I'm, I'm part of it myself. Um, and sometimes I would just like to throw the phone out of the window, but uh, it does give a lot of perks as well. But yeah, anyway, any anything that you do together and spend time together. Christmas usually also is a very stressful time, at least in my family. But um, this year we've promised to make it less stressful and 
find ways to do that. I feel like also partly if we're not going to be able to spend time or spend Christmas with the rest of our family, meaning grandparents and, and other relatives uh, because of corona, there's also going to be less stress because there's not running along to different places and thinking about what each person wants to eat, etc. So I feel like that's going to minimize the stress, but obviously it's going to be sad because we can't spend Christmas in a traditional way, in a way. And, uh, you know, each Christmas spent time, especially with, like, grandparents, you never know, like, when their time might come that they leave our, um, they, how do I say this socially acceptably, um, that, that they go to their next step in life, in a way, and, um, kind of leave us behind, um, meaning that, you know, they die, so, obviously, every kind of family event spent together is, you know, incredibly important, and you really don't want to take it for granted, because, there's going to be a time when they don't exist anymore and then you won't have a choice except to spend time without them, you know? So I'd rather not choose not to spend time with them now when we're still going to have a different looking Christmas once, you know, they aren't amongst us anymore. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. The Everything is still pretty open. I feel like that's also something with Corona. You have to live every day like a very carpe diem mindset and you can't plan too too far out um because you never know if you know someone of us gets the the corona we really can't hang out with anybody else obviously and uh so forth so we really have to look at it one day at a time and uh yeah i feel like for maybe many other people corona has brought like a lot of misery and so forth into their life, but I feel like 2020 has almost been, like, a lucky year for me. Um, I'm later on gonna do, like, a little 2020 recap and all my favorite memories and, you know, things I've learned and stuff like that and things I'm waiting for and hoping for in 2021, Mm, but, um, for me, just quickly on the corona topic, I feel like it's really, yeah, I understand how much misery can have caused to other people, and I know that it's a privilege that for me, it just has felt more like, not a vacation, but just, I don't know, it's feel, felt really good, and I don't feel like it's affected my life very much, apart in the positive way, because I've been in a long-distance relationship, and now I haven't had to be in a long-distance relationship, and we've bonded a lot more also with my boyfriend, obviously, because we spend so much time together, and it almost feels like we've moved in together, even though we haven't, and... um also just you know spending time with yourself and being okay with yourself and really you know I know that maybe for people who aren't used to being alone that time has probably been very difficult because you have to be alone with your thoughts and um, you really have to confront them and there's no way to escape them but I feel like that's something that's incredibly healthy as well you have to be able to be okay and to um, accept and to like being alone in order to be also able to be with other people, if that makes sense. Because I feel like it's almost easier to adapt to being around other people than to learn to be completely alone in silence in your own thoughts. Um, and yeah, really having your own coping mechanisms and stuff like that. Because obviously humans are 
Humans are pack animals in a way, and of course there are more lone wolves out there who enjoy enjoy their own company and never really get lonely, but I feel like for the most part of us, we need some social, some sort of social interaction in order to feel sane. Um, it doesn't have to be like every day, but you know, at least every other day or whatever, depending on the person. But I feel like it's very rare that some people, some person would really enjoy their company so much and enjoy silence so much that they could just be by themselves um, for extended periods of time. But then again, here is an ambivert speaking who, uh, an ambivert who is maybe a little more extroverted. So obviously it's <laughs> easier for me to say that um, it's people need people because I'm an extrovert and I get energy from being around people. But I also know that if I'm a lot around people, it also drains me. Um, I'm also an introvert. And in that way, I, yeah, I don't know. I've, I'm also a very, how do you call this? Like a person, a homebound person. Like I love going out, but I also love staying in. Like love, love, love. I just, yeah, I've become such a grandma in a way. Uh, I just love being at home, drinking tea, watching movies, um, having friends over at home all that stuff like I just love the feeling of home uh, and I feel like it's not necessarily a place but a feeling obviously you make your own home also so if you're living in a, if I would be living in a space that would in no way attract like my attention and my liking I probably wouldn't make it feel like home you know like I feel like you have to have some kind of elements of yourself in order for it to really feel like a home and I'm lucky that my boyfriend and I have pretty similar tastes and like decorating and stuff. So every time I'm at his place, even though it's like his place and, you know, it's more manly and like, <laughs> I don't know, it's just his way of like styling things. Obviously, he's a guy, so he's not going to put like fairy lights on the wall necessarily, but unlike me. Uh, but anyway, it still feels very homey because um, there is a lot of similarities to how I would decorate my place. And also for me, the other person can feel or make it feel like home uh, and vice versa. So the lack of another person can make it feel like it's not not at home and stuff. But yeah, I was talking about Christmas. How did I get all the way here? So yeah, I've been trying to collect, you know, some Christmas beer to make it feel like Christmas. I feel like it's also like moving from place to place just makes it feel less like Christmas. So me coming from Rovaniemi first to Turku and then from Turku to Helsinki is, you know, taking away part of the Christmas spirit because I I don't feel like, okay, I'm the whole month of December in this one place. So let me decorate the place really nice and make it all Christmassy uh, because I'm like, well, I'm going to leave in two weeks anyway. So what's the point? I did decorate my place in Rovaniemi and it was a bit Christmassy and I had my Christmas mug that really, you know, bread up the spirits and stuff but uh, obviously I'm not gonna start decorating my boyfriend's place for like four days and then leaving to Helsinki but I feel like we are going to decorate the place with my parents mm, at their their house or their their apartment and I hope that that's gonna bring more Christmas spirit I also haven't listened that much to Christmas music so I definitely have to do that because that always helps with the mood and as said Christmas movies as well so once I get to Helsinki, I thought that I would watch like a Christmas movie every single day. I have a tradition too with my friend that we watch The Grinch every single year. I don't know if we're going to watch exactly that movie this year, but we've arranged that, you know, we're going to watch a movie together or like, I don't know, probably socially distanced. But I mean, like from 
her from her home and me from my home, but still watch it together. So that's going to be fun. And there's also Elf on Netflix and other basic rom-com movies, uh, which I'm totally going to watch. And uh, yeah, I at least want to watch The Holiday. And there were some other Christmas movies that were recommended. I feel like there was one, there was one on my list. I don't remember the name of it. Um, Jay didn't want to watch it, so I think I'm going to watch it alone. Now you can definitely hear their washing machine. Sorry about that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I also feel like Christmas is very sp- specific. I mean, in the way that everybody celebrates it differently. Uh, and I feel like that's also a topic that I love to discuss with my friends is how different people celebrate Christmas. Um, because, yeah, you, you can really never tell from a person that what their traditions include. And even though you'd come from the same culture, it just feels like it varies so much within a family. And it's not just like, oh, do you eat turkey or pork or not on during Christmas? Or is there like the typical uh, culture foods of your country at your table during Christmas? But it's just like, when do you open your presents, for instance? Do you give presents? Do you get a tree? Do you decorate a tree? Uh, what other traditions do you have? And I feel like it's also you're always in your own bubble. So for instance, for me, Christmas looks like... Um, for me, Christmas is, looks a certain way because it's the way that we've always made it to be. Uh, and then it feels weird to hear somebody else's story because I'm like, wait, but that's not that's not how Christmas is. Or like, you know, each and every one of us has their own looking Christmas and their own things that they enjoy. So, for instance, we always open our presents on the 24th in the evening, which I feel is pretty normal for Finnish people. Uh, In other parts of the world and Europe and so forth, usually presents are opened on the 25th in the morning, if I've understood correctly, or just in general the 25th. But we open on the 24th. Mm, We usually go to the graves and set some candles to, you know, remind our, to reminiscence or remember our ancestors. And then we go to our grandparents' place or they come to us and we eat Christmas dinner together and it usually takes forever. And then we start opening presents around like 9 or 10 p.m. and then it goes on and on and on. But we've tried to every year to like minimize it because my grandparents obviously don't have as much energy um, so for instance, this year, if we're going to see our grandparents, we're just going to give the gifts that we have for them and they for us. And then within our, my parents and my brother and I, we're going to give our gifts separately on the 25th to each other. We've done that a bit in a way the last years. And I really like that. I like, you know, separating that you don't get all the gifts at the same time and you can appreciate it more. And yeah, I don't know. We also always write poems um, on our, like, how can you hear that so loud? Because literally the door is closed. Hold on, I'm going to take care of that. Tea break. So we write poems into the cards. So for instance, if it's like two, person X, and then on the inside you write a poem that is kind of like a clue to what the gift might be but you're not straying if you're giving for instance a a book you don't you know just give the title of the book or the author or stuff like that that's too easy but if it's like a thriller novel or mystery novel the poem would be something around you know the theme of mystery and stuff like that and like uh hinting that it could be a book 
and I really like that. It's um, it's also a nice gesture. I mean, it 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 um, it encourages creativity in a way, and it also you put even more effort into the gift. It's not just buying, but then you have to come up with a poem. And my brother and my mother are incredibly great at coming up with poems. So I always await their poems most excitedly. Uh, Dad and I, I think we're pretty mediocre, but yeah, we don't necessarily make like, you know, we're not, we're not, uh, I'm trying to find a a great poet. We're not the Edward Allan Poe's of, you know, poetry (laughs) or stuff. Um, There's probably way, I don't know, maybe better poets as well. But yeah, anyway, so, uh, but we try, you know, we try and, and I feel like that's the most important part and it's always fun to to come up with them and as said it really really uh, encourages your creative side and I feel like the more fun you can make the poem the nicer it's going to be for the reader as well and also it's nice to hint a bit about what the gift could be this year I've also bought Christmas gifts incredibly early I used um, Black Friday and bought things of sale Uh, I also got my mom mugs that she was looking for or has been looking for forever from a thrift store which was awesome because it's also like secondhand and you know environmentally friendly and it's something that she really really wants um and she knows she's getting it because I called her from the thrift store I was like guess what I found I know you're gonna want this for Christmas but I'm still gonna like double check that you still want them and yeah then apart from that we have like uh, bigger gifts that people are participating in with like giving money and stuff but then yeah apart from that I was I was kind of proud of myself that I actually got all the gifts like early and thought about them like in advance and yeah also I saw this little video somewhere where it was like normalize re-gifting like gifts that you receive that you don't use which I totally agree like I I have no issues receiving a gift from a friend that they receive from someone else if I feel like if it's just like they're giving it because they don't like it, then obviously I'm a bit like, well, you know, this doesn't really feel like a gift. But if they receive, for instance, a book, which they're like, I'm never going to read this, but I know that my friend Yasmina is going to love this book and they re-gift it to me. I'm obviously going to be extremely thankful and happy about it because I really, you know, want that book. And um, it doesn't really matter to me where it's originated from in a way. Like if the person has received it as a gift or if they've read it themselves. It's just merely the thought of the gift, which I feel is more important instead of just giving something for the sake of giving, you know? Um, so I always try to put as much thought into the gift as possible. Like, for instance, if I re-gift books that I've read, I've tried to... Um, like, if I, I, if I re-gift books that I've read, I only re-gift them to people who I've thought of while reading the book. Like, when I'm reading the book, I'm like, wow, this person would really like this book. Um, and then I gift it to them. Obviously, you can go wrong with that. And usually, in my case, it's I would like to give the book to somebody, but they've already read it. Uh, but then at least you can talk about the book with the person. And I also try to borrow books, like not buy books as new, because then they're just going to be either on your shelf or then you're going to re-gift them. Um, and you can always borrow them from the library and never have to, like, yeah, it's not wasting the environment in a way so I feel like that's something that you should also normalize instead of all instead of buying just new books even though obviously buying new books is fun but yeah um also like 
thrift store for books is like and and antique bookstores i don't know um my english is so lost today anyway uh i love finding books from there but usually in finland at least most of them are in finnish so all the old books aren't finished and i usually like reading in any other language except finnish because my studying is in finnish and i read so much in finnish like finnish law books and texts and stuff so i'd rather read in another language in my free time especially like english or french and especially french um it's nice to like keep it up but it's incredibly hard to find any kind of french book which is used like in stores here in finland and you can always find them like online or stuff but uh yeah at the same time why would i ship a book like for 20 euros from like france uh from ebay or something when i could buy it for the same price as new and then re-gift it as a gift to somebody else who or just give it to somebody who i know would like it um or my parents would probably read it or so forth so yeah i don't know there could be more multi-language books in finland but i understand Fr- french is maybe not the most used language in finland anyway so but i feel like books books are really a gift that is such a classic it's always so nice to give because it's easy to put in a packet and essentially you're giving time to the other person meaning that you're giving them time for themselves and time to wind down in a way because when you're reading a book you're really not doing anything else and you can't simultaneously do something else so you really have to fully concentrate to that and usually at least experiences at relaxing even though it would be a book that you really don't want to set down it's still something you know it's the same as as uh, looking at an electronic screen or your phone or computer etc and yeah i don't know it feels more traditional and uh yeah it's kind of like giving a break from from electronics really which is something that i feel is a problem for many people or most people i remember in high school i was still able to keep my screen time to under two hours i was like uh how am i doing this but i feel like now it's um, you know it's so high simply because i don't have a regular schedule in high school i had school from like nine nine to four or nine to two and then i had homework and then i had basketball training or i saw my friends etc so there really wasn't time to be on my phone Whereas now, when it's online school, and especially since I have so little lectures in general, uh, I'm my own master in life. You know, like there's, I have nothing. I I can schedule my about four to five hour study session to whenever I want to, and then I might have like gym classes in the evening. Now I even don't because I'm in the south and I'm not. I don't want to go to the gym because of Corona. And in Helsinki, we have, like, our own kind of not gym, but, like, small, like, weights, you know, that I can train with. So I can schedule the training for whenever I want to. I can eat whenever I want to. You know, there's, like, there's no, I have no assigned timings for anything. So obviously, it's easier to be on your phone or to watch Vampire Diaries or something like that. I feel like even just watching Vampire Diaries from your TV is better than, like, scrolling on TikTok on your phone or just your phone in general because your phone screen is so small and also you're sitting in such a bad position like if i watch from the tv i can stretch at the same time i can i don't do it but i could you know potentially be doing something kind of half productive at the same time 
or you can sit in a much better position or you can eat or you can I don't know just staring at your phone just puts you in such a bad position in general um I know that also my screen time has gone up because for instance now when I'm recording this podcast if I'm recording for 40 minutes it's gonna you know put it for 40 minutes on my screen time also if I film stuff Usually I do use my camera, but if I'm outside, I'm, I vlog with my phone, so that obviously amps up the screen time, but I know that Snapchat and Instagram has have been taking time from my screen recordings, or like from my, yeah, not screen recordings, have been taking up time, um, and that has been, that, that can be seen from my time consumption on my phone. I feel like now, though, I've been so little on my phone because I haven't been opening my Snapchats for my friends until, like, 14 hours later. You guys, I'm sorry. If I haven't been answering to you, you want to know why? The Vampire Diaries. Because, literally, that's everything I've been doing with my life. If I'm not answering your messages, that's what I'm doing. Um, I can probably see them or hear them or whatever, but just, yeah, I'm uh, hypnotized, absorbed, whatever. Today, I'm trying to do something different, you know? I haven't, I haven't watched it yet, and it's, like, 2.30, p.m., uh, I've only edited two different videos and now this podcast. I know I'm on fire with productivity, like, or I mean like creative stuff. Like I'm releasing the podcast. I have two upcoming videos for you guys, actually probably more, but um, two that I've filmed that I'm editing currently and I don't know which one I'm going to release on Monday, but uh, that's I'm going to release it on Monday because the episode, this podcast is coming out today. I released a video, was it yesterday? No, the day before, on Thursday, maybe. So, uh, yeah, I don't want to release, like, directly because it's no point of releasing a video on Sunday and on Monday. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to release probably on Monday and maybe on Wednesday. I don't know. Yeah, mm, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, I'll be fire, fire with that. Just mm, kind of proud of myself, to be honest. Um, yeah, also, for some reason, some of my videos on YouTube are completely flopping, and then some of them are really skyrocketing. You guys really seem to like, like, vlogs and study vlogs and stuff, and I feel like that's also the ones that I'm best at doing and editing and stuff, because I've been doing them so much, and I feel like I've found my own style in a way, and um, one that I really like, and so forth, so, uh, yeah. If you want to go and check out my YouTube channel, it's at Yasu Stories just leave me a comment and let me know that would be much appreciated thank you very much so yeah christmas is definitely going to look a little different this year but um i want you all guys to remember that this is only a year from your whole life and um we're getting vaccines the next year so i feel like corona really is gonna you know chill out by the at least the end of the year of 2021 and I feel like 2021 is definitely going to be easier than this year has been so just hang in there you know um we're going to be able to do in quote normal stuff later on I feel like I I've um gotten like snapchat memories from a year ago and I was like in a theater with my friends like watching a play and I was like wow like I could never now like that feels so weird like I wouldn't even go to the cinemas and stuff especially in like Helsinki which is like the capital city where there's like most corona cases like Rovaniemi has been different because it's it's a smaller town and there hasn't been almost any corona but still I wouldn't even go there to like the cinema at this point but yeah I really feel like it's gonna calm down so just stay in there um hang in there you know this is gonna be a little different different Christmas different New Year's so forth but um, instead of maybe feeling like bad about it or pissed out about it and pissed off about it just Try to think about the positive side. Try to find 
a new way of celebrating Christmas. Like for instance, this year, what a better way than to celebrate by playing board games with your family? Maybe your Christmas looks very different usually, but now since you're stuck inside, try to find ways that you can spend time together without driving each other crazy, um, but still making it feel like festive and yeah, like everything like baking gender bread cookies or as I said, playing board games or watching a movie together and really putting the phones away. I feel like it's something that is really going to bring us together this year. And for all of you who might either be in a corona, uh, suffering from corona right now, or just are going to have to spend Christmas alone, I send all my sympathy sympathies to you guys. Um, it must be really hard. And uh, just as said, hang in there. Uh, this is not the end of the world. This is not the end of your life. This has only been under a year, I remind you guys, just a year from your life taken away. There are quite many years to yet live and fill with great and happy memories. Also sad ones, but let's not focus on that. Let's focus on the good memories and so forth. Anyway, thank you so much for joining me today in this episode. I'm going to end it here. It's almost, we're almost at 40 minutes in. I hope that you guys enjoyed this. Um, and so great to have you here hanging out with me. Uh, great that, yeah, I mean, I appreciate every single one of you who listens to this podcast. Uh, it still feels crazy that people do, even though when everybody else says that, when I'm listening to their podcast, I'm like, well, obviously I'm listening to your podcast. Anyway, thanks so much for being here. I hope that you enjoyed, uh, leave a little review and the five stars or whatever stars you want on Apple podcast. If you wish, you know, that would be great. Subscribe if you want to, you know, hear more of this sexy, sexy voice. (laughs) No, but seriously, thanks so much guys for joining me here today. Uh, Thank you for following this journey of mom friend hotline and uh, grab, go grab yourself something warm to drink and put on some fuzzy socks and let's go watch a Christmas movie to get ourselves into a little Christmas spirit. I recommend the princess switch. I don't care what you few friends who hate it out there who's listening to this podcast might think. It's a great movie, um, little too cliche, little too cliche, little cringy, so forth. But that's exactly the perfect Christmas movie. <laughs> Thank you so much for being guys. Give oh, I can't speak. Thank you so much for being here, guys, and I will hear you in the next one. Bye.